thank you for joining us on episode 6 of Husky Talk. I'm your host, Jaden Green. And I'm her partner, Marissa Eggers. Today we are joined by a junior Iditarod veteran, 2018 Iditarod rookie, Meredith Mapes. Hi, Meredith. Hello. Welcome to our show, and thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. Our first segment of the show is titled, Who Inspires You? During this segment, we would like you to tell us a little bit about who or what inspired you to get involved in the Iditarod. Oh, that's an awesome question. Um, originally, I was definitely inspired by Susan Butcher. She was one of my mom's favorite mushers. And my mom's really the one that got me into following the Iditarod and dog mushing and all that fun stuff. Um, so I definitely followed in my mom's footsteps a little bit that way. But then I took it a step further when I actually got into dog mushing. So... We're gonna, we are going to move to our Q&A segment. Awesome. We see you participated in the Junior Iditarod. Could you please tell us about your experience in the Junior? Yeah, that was an awesome experience. I ran it four times. The first two years that I ran it, I ran with dogs that I trained myself, that I collected from other mushers. And the last two years that I ran it, I ran with some of my own dogs and some dogs from then Melissa Owens, now Melissa Stewart's kennel. Uh, she moved down to my area, and we started training together. And we still train together a little bit and share some dogs between the two of us. So it's a pretty cool relationship that I built up with Melissa that way. Yeah. And it was a good experience for me. I learned a lot more about being independent. And I was always kind of a shy kid, but Junior Iditarod helped me come out of my shell a little bit. So it was awesome. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't trade that experience for the world. Mm-hmm. How did the junior help you prepare for the Iditarod? It is run on part of the same trail, so that's definitely a big thing. The junior Iditarod checkpoint is actually the first Iditarod checkpoint, so it's very much kind of a little mini Iditarod for kids that are 14 to 17 years old. You have to take care of your own dogs the same way you do in a race. The vets still have to check out your dogs, and you have to communicate with them on what the best care for them would be. You're feeding them the same way, so it's definitely like a little mini Iditarod. Mm-hmm. That's cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, do you operate your own kennel? I do. I have fun on the run kennel. Hmm. How many dogs do you have? Currently, I have 32 sled dogs, including nine puppies, and I have two pet dogs as well. Hmm. Do you have any handlers? I do. I have a fantastic handler. Her name is Kayla. We actually got connected because her grandfather is part of the Junior Iditarod board, and she moved up here to start working with me in January this year. Mm, that's cool. Yeah. Being a young musher, is it hard to operate your own kennel? I don't think it's that difficult. I've had my own kennel since I was, oh gosh, I got my first sled dogs at 12 years old. I just got two dogs from one of my mom's coworkers. They're actually related to some of the dogs that I have now. They were from Mitch Seavey's kennel. And then I got a few more dogs when I was, just before I turned 15, actually. I had four or five dogs my first winter of racing. Um, or my first winter of having my own kennel. Not my first winter of racing ever. But I've always had my own kennel, and I like doing it that way because I get to do what I want in races. I get to train my dogs the way that I want to. I don't have to listen to what another musher is telling me to do. Wow, interesting. Wow. Yeah. What are the qualifications to run the Iditarod? 
You have to do two races that are 300 miles or more and one that's 150 miles or more. So I did the Northern Lights 300 twice in 2016 and 2017, and I did the Connect 200 this year in 2017. Nice. Awesome. What were some challenges in qualifying for the Iditarod? Oh, there's all kinds of challenges. Just trying to get a dog team together is always a challenge, making sure that they're ready for the race, let alone the musher being ready for the race. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and, of course, traveling to races as well. I'm lucky that those qualifiers are not an hour away from my house. Actually, the Connect 200 starts less than a half a mile from my house, so that was a pretty easy one to get to. But I ran some other races too, like the Copper Basin 300 and the Yukon Quest 300, and I didn't finish either one of those ones. And the Quest 300, I broke my brake bar in the first section of the race before I got to the first checkpoint and switched sleds to a sled that was from another musher, was too big for me. It was a sit-down sled and I'd never driven a sit-down sled before, so that was a really bizarre experience. And then in the Copper Basin 300 last year, I had built myself a sled from pieces that uh, another musher had sold to me and that sled basically fell apart in between two checkpoints, between the second and third checkpoint, so... That was a lot of learning experiences and qualifying. Yeah. Um, do you have a favorite race that you did? I really love the Northern Lights 300. It's run on part of the Iditarod Trail as well, so you get to see some of the actual race trail. You get to see the checkpoints and make connections with the people along the trail out there. And it's run by a fantastic group of people, too. I love the people that put on that race. Yeah. Wow. Um, what is your run-rest strategy? I like to do about 50-mile runs, and then I'll rest for four or five hours on average. I've got a very young dog team. My oldest dog is only five years old, and the majority of my team is one to three years old. So I like to have a very conservative schedule. We always just like to go out and have fun with the dogs, just like my kennel name says. Mm, nice. Can you tell us um, the main job of a lead dog? My main lead dog's job is to keep the team lined out and straight. That's what I always expect from my leaders. They're never supposed to turn around. They're never supposed to look back at me. They should always be forward-moving and forward-focused. I very much adopted that strategy from Mitch Seavey. I've spent the past six summers working for Mitch, and three of my four main lead dogs are all from Mitch's kennel, so they've got that very forward mentality that I like. How do you teach that? I don't know that it's a taught thing as much as it's an inherent learned experience from the dogs. It's what they have in them. Mitch definitely breeds that into his dogs. Um, and I'm hoping to work on breeding it into my dogs. Who are your two main lead dogs? My two main lead dogs are Sarah Jane and Susan. They're both three years old. They have the same birthday, but they're from two separate litters, actually. Sarah Jane I got from Mitch CV, and Susan I got from a junior musher, actually, Mariana Mallory. Hmm. What are you most looking forward to this year in the Iditarod? I'm looking forward to seeing more of Alaska, and especially by dog team. I got to see a lot of the I Did Red Trail this past year working on the CV's winter tour. We took guests up about four or 500 miles of the I Did Red Trail by dog team and snow machine, but we were moving at 
well, I was snow machining, so I was moving at 20, 30 miles an hour most of the time, just trying to stay ahead of the dog teams and coordinate them all getting to the right places. So I didn't get to focus a lot on seeing what was really around me. So I'm excited to be moving at seven or eight miles an hour this year across a thousand miles of Alaska and getting to see all that beauty and wilderness. What is the biggest challenge rookies face while out on the trail? I think it's the fear of the unknown. You don't know what's going to be out there. Even though I've seen parts of the trail before, that doesn't mean that I know what's really going to happen out there. So there's always that fear concept of, I don't know what's going to happen, so maybe I shouldn't do it. And I think overcoming that is a big part of finishing the Iditarod. What's your main goal for the Iditarod? I just want to finish. I've been working towards it for about 18 years now. I ran my first race when I was just six years old. So 18 years of dog mushing leading up to this one big race. It'll be a huge accomplishment just to finish it. Hmm. Our final segment of the show is titled Mount Rushmore. You know Mount Rushmore, right? Yep. If you were asked to change the faces on Mount Rushmore, honoring people that have made a huge impact on the Iditarod, who would you include? You can pick mushers, dogs, volunteers, whatever you want. Ooh, that's a good question. All right. So let's see. There's four people on Mount Rushmore. So Susan Busher would definitely have to be one of them. She's a fantastic musher and fantastic person. Um, let's see. Probably Mitch Seavey. Of course, being the oldest Iditarod champion means something pretty big, and having the fastest time ever is pretty cool, too. Um... Definitely Lance Mackey being the only four-time winner of the Iditarod and having won Iditarod and the Yukon Quest. Mm-hmm. And then probably Joe Reddington for all of that he's put into the race and for really pushing to get the race to happen and getting people to sign up for the race and making sure that it kept going even after he was gone. Well, thank you for your time and allowing us to talk with you. Thank you. Special thanks to Meredith Mapes for joining us on Husky Talk. Special credit to Hobo Jim for our theme song, The I Did a Ride Trail.